I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. <laughs> Oh, hey, chickens. We are deep in the time flight, uh, deep in Problematicville. Well, old mate Problematic has now melted away, uh, green goo spewing out of his nose. Um, the professor discounting the existence of bioenergetic power uh, by popping off the panels under the mystical Dyson vacuum crystal ball. Um, and then the master gets up. He has been cullied all along. For reasons that are not at all clear. Um, he calls the doctor gullible. Uh, and the doctor's like, oh, these components under the crystal ball, they're from your TARDIS. He's stranded. And the doctor realises the time contour that the Concords flew into was the master trying to reach the future. And the master says, yes, and now I can use your TARDIS to penetrate the sanctum. Um, and he says, Tegan and Nissa have entered the sanctum and disturbed the neuronic nucleus, but they would have paid for the incursion with their lives. Oh, what does any of this mean? Um, the doctor says they're likely to have been protected, uh, just so we don't think they're dead. Um, <laughs> uh, and then the doctor hands over the key because he knows the master will kill without a second thought. And then the master disappears in the doctor's TARDIS. Um, the doctor says the power source is unstable. Sometimes it works for the master and sometimes against him. And he and the professor are going to go and find the sanctum, which they suspect is what the passengers are trying to break into, the passengers from the other Concorde who are hacking away at it. Um, so, uh, the he says the flight crew shouldn't come with them because they wouldn't be able to resist the hypnotic power so close to the source. And he said, look, the master might turn up because I've left the coordinate override switched in. Uh, in the sanctum, Nissa and Tegan are having a nine eyes. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, the doctor says uh, the master was so desperate to penetrate the sanctum, he resorted to brute force. 
the passengers. Yeah, yeah, we've worked this all out, mate. Um, when they enter the chamber, the passengers' crew have stopped hallucinating. Oh, yeah, because the power's gone off because the big flash. Um, uh, the flight crew, meanwhile, back in the other room, are fiddling about under the Dyson crystal ball when the TARDIS appears and they'll scramble and hide behind a wall. It is seriously one of the campest moments you've ever seen. Just these three men like, no, let's hide my idea. Uh, <laughs> The master comes and pulls some circuit boards out of his crystal ball business and the captain says, I have an idea. Um, and they sneak into the TARDIS, uh, the captain and Bilton, I think it is. Um, and they start fiddling about with the controls. Uh, they go, we just need to shut the door. And they go, is this one? He goes, no, it wouldn't be that one. You know, the door mechanism, they say that wouldn't be it. Um they, <laughs> no, it's hilarious. They fiddle about with the controls. They get the scanner on and they see the master coming. So they scarper through another door further into the TARDIS. Uh, the master comes in, climbs under the console and starts fiddling about. And watching from behind the door, um, the captain says, we'll stay on board because this is our only link to the 20th century. How does the master not hear them? It's not a very big room. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, the stewardess has organised her passengers into a work crew to penetrate the sanctum, just basically doing what they were doing under hypnosis. This makes no sense to me. Like, now that they've escaped hypnosis, they're just trying to do it anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> we're going to penetrate the sanctum, matron. Uh, some heaven 80s knitwear on display, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's like, there's a woman in a full knitted dress. Like, I'm like, oh... That must have been expensive because she was on Concord. Um, the professor teaches the stewardess how to resist the hypnotic control. And the doctor finds the master's TARDIS, you know, that column. Uh, it's been a column since, I think, Legopolis. He landed on Legopolis as a column and it's been a column ever since. So, that's like a whole season now. Uh, and the doctor's like, oh, that's where the other passengers must be, inside the master's TARDIS. Um, which is something that didn't really need explaining. We understand that the BBC budget does not stretch to 100 uh, <laughs> extras <laughs> in this one tiny studio. But fine. Thanks for, thanks for clearing that up for us. <laughs> uh, the doctor finds a cable leading from the TARDIS the Dr. Master's TARDIS to encircle the sanctum and he says oh it's an induction loop and that's how he made the time contour and then he gets very urgent about getting Tegra and Nissa out of the sanctum so uh, the Master goes back to operate the Doctor's TARDIS controls again it doesn't work um, <laughs> meanwhile the Doctor climbs into the sanctum through the hole that they've made to check on Nissa and Tegan uh, they both barely waked up barely waked up they barely <laughs> they're barely awake <laughs> Oh my god, what is wrong with me? Uh, this 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 stupid episode is sending me stupid. <laughs> um, so, Nissa says, oh, they willed us to come here. And the professor looks into the yellow plastic thing she threw the rock at and says, it's alive. Um, meanwhile, the master unsuccessfully attempts to take off again. Uh, Captain Stapley rips some panels out from under the TARDIS console. He goes, I'm going to sabotage it. And the doctor's like, oh, there's a... We're flipping backwards and forwards between scenes here. The doctor says there's a living organism at the centre of the sanctum. And then there's some gubbins about the good ones and the bad ones. And it's a split personality or something. Um, they all catch each other up on what's been going on. The master's using the power. The wall just opened for Negan and... Negan. Tissa and... Tissa and Negan. <laughs> Nissa and Tegan. This is almost as bad as <laughs> Lunar Penal Colony. 
<laughs> um, the, do- <laughs> the doctor said he broke in through the wall and the many points at where he came in. Walls repaired itself. And the professor's like, we're trapped. Um, like, it's really dramatic. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so after swapping the circuit panels around, Stapley and Bilton are looking at the panels, the con- console, and the master comes in with his with his tissue compression eliminator. And uh, he pulls out more circuit boards and then says, the TARDIS is all yours. Happy landings. And then he shuts the door and scoots out and the TARDIS dematerializes. Um Meanwhile, the other crewman is creeping behind the master. Uh, in the sanctum, the doctor tells Tegan that some part of the intelligence wants them walled up in the sanctum. And then the professor finds what he says is, must be a figurine and there's a few of them. And the doctor re- recognizes them. He goes, oh, they're the Xerophon. And Tegan says, oh, they're small because the master obviously killed them with the tissue compression eliminator. Just like her aunt Vanessa. Oh, poor Tegan. Um, the doctor realizes the entire Xerophon race is in that sarcophagus somehow. Uh, Stapley and Bilton see the Citadel on the scanner in the TARDIS. And they're like, oh, it must be like a helicopter now. Um, the other crewman, meanwhile, in the chamber, wanders out into the corridor, is calling out for the doctor. And the master in the sarcophagus chamber enters his own TARDIS. Uh, the doctor inside the sanctum says that the whole Xerophon race amalgamated into one organism with one immense personality. And the Doctor says the Master wants to put the Xerophon at the centre of his TARDIS because he's exhausted his own dynamorphic generator. And Nyssa, unlike everyone else, goes, oh, of course, the nucleus is the perfect substitute. And the rest of us are like, what is anyone saying? (laughs) The Doctor goes, it's infinitely more powerful. Um, Nyssa says the power is returning. Can't you feel it? Uh, And then she says, don't be afraid, Doctor. The Xerophon is close. And she starts glowing yellow. It contains the whole information of the universe. She's going to join with it. And the Doctor says, no, it'll kill her. So the Professor volunteers. This happens a lot in Doctor Who. Strange, mysterious characters who we've only just met volunteered to die instead of the Doctor or his friends. Um, Nissa says, the Xerophon welcomes you. And Tegan pulls Nissa out of the yellow light. And the Professor goes in and he glows yellow. And then he screams and dies. Uh, meanwhile, Roger from the flight deck finds Angela, the stewardess. Uh, she's trying to resist the illusion. She's like, I can't. And uh, he's like, um, he's like, just remember the doctor. And she goes, oh, yeah, the doctor. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah, he was in here. Um, and so she takes Roger to the exterior of the sanctum. Meanwhile, Stapley has taken off his jacket. He's going to try and fly the TARDIS. And he fiddles with the control and the whole thing shakes. Uh, Roger's trying to open the sanctum. And meanwhile, the Doctor and Nyssa and Tegan are watching as the Professor's body dissolves um, into more bubble bath. But real bubbles, not superimposed ones. His head skull thing is covered in bubbles. Uh, And then the Xerophon materializes. Um, It's a glowing man in a silver onesie. Meanwhile, Angela wanders off to be told by the master to enter the TARDIS. You will obey me while Roger hides. Um, The Xerophons say they've travelled to Earth to escape their own planet. This is a massive info dump, like just a silver jumpsuit info dump. So that's what the crashed spaceship was about. They were sick from the radiation, so they fused into one being. And then when they were about to regenerate, the master sucked out all their power and then killed some of them with his tissue compression eliminator that they managed to regenerate. Um... And now all this time we see the master setting up some bit of bobbins on the sanctum exterior, like some bit of equipment, just plugging things in. Uh, the Xerophon splits into two 
and the and the other Xerophon wants to work with the master because he wants to be a god. And then the bad Xerophon, he's the bad Xerophon, he summons the other baddies. Um, Nyssa says they need to join minds and will the dark Xerophon not to interfere. Oh, my God. And Tegan is struggling with all of this. Um, I don't mean she's struggling with the script, which I am, but she's struggling with the psychic business. <laughs> um, the master puts up his third device and the Ser- Seraphim sarcophagus disappears. And Nissa says, it's now at the heart of the master's TARDIS. And the doctor says, the master has finally defeated me. And that's it. It stops. I wish that was the end. There is another episode. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.